Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks. Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, I got somebody who's been in the industry for a long time. Um, a Miami legend in that respect. Uh, someone I've known for over 10 years um, since I was a JIT in the game. Um, he's part of many artists' career. Trick Daddy, Trina, the list goes on and on and on and on. I got Julian Booth. What's up, my brother? Hey, man. What's How are you, bro? Brother? It's been a minute. Yes, sir. How's everything? Everything is blessed, my bro. Bro, you have a deep, deep story and, and you're ingrained into this Miami scene. You've been doing it for like three decades already. You've seen generations and generations go by. Um, you, you've been doing love and hip hop as well. Um, so you went from, you know, we talked, you went from behind the scenes to now in front of the camera doing that thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, as the game changes, you know, you have to change with it. You know, I, I try to be a student of the game and I, I, I watch and I learn on how the industry's moving, how society's moving. And if you don't adapt, you will always be left behind. Evolve or dissolve. There you go. So at, over the years, you know, I started, you know, way back um, at a company, Entertainment Resources, which was a management company where I met Luke. Then I was working for Luke Records. Uh, that's where I actually discovered Pitbull. Um, and then I rose to the ranks. I was the VP there for a long time. And then I left over to slip and slide and started in sales and worked my way up to the VP there. And so I was able to work with all the Miami legends, you know, Rick Ross, Plows, Trick, Trina. Um, and then eventually, man, I just had to grow my own wings and I decided to branch off on my own and just took the risk. Um, I was managing like Waka for a while and, uh, I had teamed back up with Trina. Um, and then with Loving Hip Hop started, um, you know, I was behind the scenes, but kind of got dragged into it a little bit, and then yeah, how was that for you, bro? Because your your personality is 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 reserved. You know, you've been for the most part, you've been you're you're kind of like me, cool, calm, and collected. You know, like like you've been responsible for all these artists, these legends in the game. Everyone in the industry knows of you. You know, and then you hop in and you gotta like hop in front of the camera and do that. Well, how do you how does how do you get dragged to do that? The, the, the drama, bro. The drama. There's so much drama behind the scenes, and and what love hip-hop do and it's a great platform I'm, I'm never mad at the platform because it helped me um solidify some artists i was working with and then it helped launch uh amara negra so it was a great platform for what it is but it is a drama it is hip-hop drama and unfortunately when things are happening behind the scene they that's put it in the, front that, of the that's scene part of the drama like exactly it's crazy and me being a logical person like I'm just very logical. I like just to work things out. Like if there's a problem, I'm just trying to figure out what's the solution. Like why are we bickering back and forth? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, um, you know, everyone's not like me. So I wasn't at first like the right fit for the show. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, you know what? Cool. Y'all want the you want the smoke? Then ain't yeah. no problem, right? So, so it, it was it was easier for you to adjust to that. No. Like, like did you have to like, look at yourself in the mirror and be yeah, like, yeah? It it I'm in a different space now than I was. You know, even about a year ago, because I'm j like you said, like me and you, just that type. We're, our temperatures is very cool and calm. Like I'm not with the rah rah. Yeah. But if you keep bringing the rah rah to me, it's like yeah. then I'm gonna show you that side. And if right. like that's what you want, then I'll bring it to you. Mm -hmm. Because with me, I'm very just cut and dry. Like, look, this is just what it is. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing: if I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. Right. But if I'm right and you're trying to say that I'm wrong. Mm. And I've had to hold a lot of things back, even on the show. Bro, that's just talking to women. What are we talking about, bro? You can't argue with a woman, Jay. You can. The only way you can win an argument with a female is if you ignore them. 
Sort of. So yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you know, men have to start being men again, and I think we've lost that. You know, I go into this every episode. I don't want to go in like a tangent, a red pill tangent. No, no, I'm gonna make but it. You're cool. right. You know, you're absolutely correct. Like men are men are just soft. Yeah. And the thing is, any real woman wants a strong man. Who wants to have like some pussy on their side? Like you got to be able to stand up for yourself, regardless of what's happening. Right. right. All I can say is that I'm never gonna argue with a woman on a show because I'm still a gentleman. I'm still gonna be respectful. Right. Right. But I'm not gonna have you lie on me. And that's what happens with the show. Like they'll just come up with something and and they'll start talking, and I'm looking at them like, "What are you talking about?" And I don't want to go and expose you unless you push me to expose you, and, I, and I'm never gonna do that unless you push me past that point. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I just bit my tongue, and I'm just is that like, "What they're doing?" Because I've heard that like they're just on the show, they're just like really poking you with those cameras. Oh yeah, on to get you to just fuck yeah, the cameras on. They want you to get mad and riled up. You had a drink thrown at you yet? Oh, they'll give you some drinks. You'll listen, you'll watch the show. They'll set they'll put the and, objects around you before nah, nah, nah. the scene is sh- you'll know the scenes when I had some tequila. One thousand percent. Okay. You're gonna see it in my face. Okay. So you're gonna see when I'm cool and calm, and then if I start getting like very emotional or very riled up, mm-hmm. I, I had some drinks because they go, you know, they have the credit card and they're just like, Yeah, yeah, you want some drinks? No problem. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there waiting, you know, because it's like it's TV, so it's hurry yeah. hurry up and wait. So you get there and you're just having some drinks and you're chilling. And then, you know, once that tequila's in your system, Someone says some you wild shit to you out right. of nowhere. They press a cord on the camera. Now you're like... There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, but you've always been behind the scenes as well. So, like, are you into... How do you... Are you into... Because you... I'm assuming you started music as your passion. Yeah. And are you still... No. Bound? Crazy part. I started... I wanted to do film. Oh. Music happened by accident. Oh, no. I, so, when I was a kid, me and my homeboys used to shoot, like, these little movies on, on the on the on the camera mm-hmm. and I was I was loving it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be Tyler Perry, you know, like that energy I had. So when I went to school, it was the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, we had um film and music. Mm-hmm. So I learned music because I had to. Got you. And then my first internship just happened to be music and I was just like, all right. And then I just started my first sign was Pitt. So I was just on fire. So yeah. they were like, all right, this kid knows what he's doing. And then I just ended up going and just being really good at it. So, but right now you're, you're balancing between being in front of the scene, in the front of the scene and behind the scenes, right? Like kind of, yeah. you're still doing the managing thing, right? You still yeah. got artists you're, you're working with, you know? I'm at a crossroads right now where I'm putting a lot of everything I'm doing into myself because I always give, give, give. Right and being behind the scenes, being a manager, I love doing that. I love finding a new talent. I love breaking them. It's it's a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. But again, what we said in the beginning, if you don't adjust, you're going left behind. Right. We live in a world now. No matter what you do, if you're a model, if you're an actress, if you're a TV producer, if you're a DJ, whatever that you're doing, if influencer is not first, everything else you're doing is almost a waste of time. We were talking about that. So we were talking about, and when you say influencer to me, it's like, what does an influencer do? To me, it's just capturing someone's attention. That's it. So you, you got to be able to capture their attention, then present them your music. Exactly. Capture them the attention, capture the attention, then tell them what you're selling. Exactly. Capture the, you know what I'm saying? It's That's that capturing it. the attention. No matter how you do it, like we said, attention is a currency now. You and, know? and it's a job. Mm. Being an influencer is a full-time job because now you have to create content regardless of what you do. You could, you could be giving DJ instructions every day, like mm-hmm. how we were just talking about TikTok and you didn't, you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You have no choice. Exactly. You have no choice now. You know why? Because anything you want to do and be great at, 
You want to make more money being a DJ? If your TikTok is popping and you walk into that meeting and you're like, yo, I have 5 million followers. Anything I do, a certain amount of percentage is going to pay attention to that. I have to mess with you. Yeah. If I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm here promoting movies and, and soundtracks and, 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 and artists. But even for me as a CEO, as a manager, as, as whatever that I want to be, if the influencer part is strong first, I can promote anything that I want. Right. So now I have to jump in front of the camera. Now I have to put myself in these positions because those numbers mean everything now. And without it, you're lost. And I, I give this example. If you ever watch The Rock, right, who's the number one blockbusting, blockbuster artist right now, right, actor, right? If this guy gets up every day and posts on Snapchat, on Instagram, on TikTok, who the fuck are we not to wake up in the morning and go put some content out? Yeah, he's doing all of them. All of them. See, I mean, my in my mind, I was like, damn, I, I could like, I want to put everything into Instagram, you know, and make nah. my shit. But now, when you say TikTok, it's like, you're right. You got I'm wondering to. if I could just do the content and like pay someone to do that shit. Yeah, run it whatever me. you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I'm it is, doing it. Yeah. Whatever it is, but it has to happen. Because when you have, and the great, and the great part about it is that you can make a piece of content and you can really share it with all your platforms, but you have to be on all of them. All of them. Because when I go and I, and I study these guys and I'm watching Kevin Hart and I'm watching Sweetie and I'm watching uh, Coley Ray and I'm watching these guys and they live, bro. They wake up in the morning and they're producing every day. And if you watch like King Bach and all these guys, and I've seen these guys since Vine, right? Mm -hmm. And I've been watching them. This is a guy who was on Vine and now. He's co-owner of Zeus. All these businesses that he has, gyms, he's in movies. But this guy has a powerful network. So when he goes to, he's like, y'all want to roll? They're like, yeah. You know why? Because we need you to promote our movie. Mm. Because your following is so massive. And your yeah. network of people who you have is so massive. Mm. You got to. And I'm the guy who comes up with viral records, right? Mm. You know, like uh, I got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, yeah, right? Yeah. That's one of my records I put out. Okay. Right, great kid named Remix guy who did. He had all these records, and I took them all, and I was putting them out. And we were winning because I understood the viral game. So now, when I have new music and I'm talking to a, a new artist, and I'm looking at their TikTok, if they tell me they don't have a TikTok, right there it already turns me off. Wow. What am I going to do with you? What, what are we going to do? Because every record I guarantee you play goes back to TikTok. Right. Because you could have the best product, but like you said, TikTok and Instagram is what opens the gates to have, it's like opens the window so people could see you. That's it. The labels can't do nothing for you. The labels are waiting for, they're trying to figure out how to break it on TikTok because no one really knows exactly. Like there's blueprints, but no, like a label can't tell you, oh yeah, you just have to do this and it works. Right. You have to really, like, and I- Find your niche. Like, find I study this. I go back and I find things that work. Right, me and my team at the time, we helped um, Muski. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a runner. She's a track right, star. Right. Record, right? Came out, and it was this guy named City Boy J. He created the dance, and he did the dance every single day until the record broke, and it was him who broke it. And we were just smart enough to be there. Guy named T the Tastemaker and, and, and Kinsu, who you know, these guys found this Damn, kid. Shout out to Kinsu. Yeah, we we like they called me like, yo, this guy is breaking this record, and we were like, what for real? We're on capital phone calls. Like, bro, it was crazy. Wow. And if you don't have that foundation, if you can't figure out how to get it, it's very hard now to break records. 
And that's why you'll see a lot of these artists coming out. Not the Drakes in the future. Those guys are megastars. Yeah, yeah. New artists. The new generation is a different... You can't break no songs. Because if you're not on TikTok working it, bro, good luck. Show me outside of TikTok how you can go break it. You can go to every DJ, but the DJ is going to be like, yo, is it popping on social media? Because why I'm playing it for? Right. But if I come to you and I say, yo, Casey Chops, check this record out. And I show you on TikTok, it's the hottest record. I say, yo, when you play this part in the club, watch everybody go crazy. You go in the club and you play it and it works. What yeah. are you going to do? You're going to keep right. fucking playing it. You're right. But you know what, Jay? There's so many genius introverts that do music. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they supposed to do? The ones that are to themselves, they're reserved, they're... They're, but they're geniuses. They're, mu they're musical geniuses. Like, well, how do you tell them to be... Because to, you're basically trolling for attention. That's yes. what you got to do on t in the game today. Yes. So how do you tell someone who's not a troll, who's introverted, but is talented, but are they just... Whatever you do, you know, uh, you, obviously you know who Charlie Puth is, right? Right. Right. So on his TikTok, all he does is talk about making songs. So he'll sit there and he'll be like, oh, that's dope. Let me add a snare. So he's and he just makes music literally on TikTok mm. to the end, and then you hear the final product. You have one guy who just sits in a setup just like yours, and all he does is repeat the news. And it's crazy because I just saw an article about kids in this generation don't go to CNN or any of these. They go to TikTok for news. And I can't lie, it's because I'm watching this guy repeat news. But the way he does it is so cool. He has the London accent. And I go to his page. For my daily news. You know why? Because every single day, religiously and, 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 and continuously, he does it every day. Wow. And that's where your, your, your mind goes because you're on TikTok every day. You're on Instagram every day. You wake up in the morning and you're looking through. You can listen to a three-minute song. It's like their attention span is like a TikTok, bro. It's like little clip. It's like headlines. It's like people are not even going to read an article anymore. They're going to look at the headline and be like, okay. But so you, easy you, to lie now. And like, but I don't make my songs even three minutes anymore. Yeah, I mean, no one does. I, I make them like two minutes. And even more importantly, I tell the artists that all we need is 10 seconds for it to work. You just need 10 seconds. 10 because seconds, that DJ seconds. is going to play that one little 10 seconds that everybody knows a million times. Make it clap. I know the dance. Yeah. Soldier Boy. When I finally heard the record played on the radio, I was like, what the fuck is this? And no, this is not a diss to Soldier Boy. Right, right. But the verses were just all right. Yeah, exactly. Right? It wasn't nothing. They're just fillings. It just was just whatever. Yeah. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, you know, Soldier Boy ain't never been no major lyricist. Yeah. But... He what he's a game changer, but it was just the make it clap part that worked, and, and then the on dance the made it work. Side of it, it makes oh, people want to. It makes it. It makes people like why do a four minute song when you could do a two minute song and get paid the same amount for a stream? There and then because it feels like when I fall in love with a song today, it'll be like two minutes, but it'll feel like damn, I want more now. I gotta play it again, get the other stream. You know, it's like a hook. It's like everything is a hook. To something. What's her name? Did it um, with the rap uh, rap freak song? Uh, the, one of the city girls was it? J uh, J thing was J T. And she did the song, and it was literally like a minute and change. It was Miami, right? Miami. Yeah, yeah. It was like a minute and change, but she was so many lines. The bridge is gone. There's no such thing as a bridge anymore in music. No. That's gone. For what? It's too long. <laughs> and Damn, and bro, like, and, such... and here's the thing. We all have ADD. So, That's what I'm saying. No one's, everyone's yeah, a person Yeah, you got to give it to them. 10 seconds, 20 seconds, or whatever you do. But that makes it e almost, not easier, but it makes it for people like you who have incredible podcasts like this, that you only need a clip you just need one little thing. Right, you're absolutely right, Jay. I'm just telling you the way I am and the way I'm, 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 I'm deep. I'm depth. Like I need, I like to fall in love with content. Like that's like, that takes a minute to think about that. Take like, it, you know, bodies of work and, and it's just hard to, to just be 
it's so lowest common denominator. You know, it's so simple. It's so th- elementary that it's, it's, you're right. You have to do it. Listen, it just doesn't resonate with me. I hard. love. I, I like having hour long conversations where I could dig deep into. Right. It. But people, if people aren't trying to do that, then I'm here on an island by myself. But I'm. But I think about there's people, millions and millions of people who listen to Joe Rogan, and he's there having four hour, three hour conversations with people. So there is a a, a lane for long. Fun. But with Joe, he's hitting hard questions. He's asking you crazy. He's smoking with Elon Musk with weed, like he's doing crazy shit. Yeah. And that's the thing. If if you you can talk for four hours, but it has to be something interesting that the people are gonna want to listen to. Right. So he's gonna ask those hard questions. He gonna bring on Mike Tyson and be like, "Yo, what's up with this?" And ask some crazy questions. So it has to be edgy, because no one when you're watching something, people want to be. They're gonna want to sit there and be like, right, "I want to see what he has to say next." Right. And that's where. And I'm not saying everything has to be controversial, but it has to be edgy. Right. It's gotta be. Because then why the right. fuck do I want to listen to you for? You're right. Because 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 maybe you want to learn something. <laughs> like uh, is that old that school? Works is too. that old school? You know no, no, no. But that works too. Because that's where I come in, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone's gonna listen to me, right? If I'm doing, if I'm working, and you're gonna see like within the next like four to five months, right? You go you go to my TikTok page and you're gonna see a difference in my page, right? Because I'm erasing everything and I'm starting over, right? Because even myself, when I'm giving advice, I'm not even doing it myself. And I have to now wake up and be like, yo, I gotta jump on this, right? Because I know better. But even with mine, I'm informational. I'm the guy you come to when you want to make it, right? Because I have the blueprint. I've broken more artists in in Miami than anybody has, right? I don't care what the fuck nobody says. Like There hasn't been more artists with one executive, right? That has touched more artists than myself in Miami. Talk about it. Right? Yeah. So yeah, you have these guys over here and they may have one big artist and that's great. I ain't mad at you. But when it comes blow for blow, my name being on credits, mm-hmm. ain't nobody in Miami have been next to and been a VP at both of the most biggest record companies in Miami. Mm-hmm. Right? So if someone's coming to me and I'm talking, yeah, you better fucking listen because I've done it. And not only have I done it, I've done it back then, I've done it in the middle, and I still do it today. Exactly. Right? So my shit is more informational. I'm going to talk and you better listen. So with right. me, it's going to be more information than controversy. But then my shit's still going to be edgy because I'm going to talk to you like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. Why you don't have no fucking TikTok? Are you yeah. fucking stupid? Yeah. So that's going to be my edge because I'm going to talk to you crazy because I want you to go home and think about what the fuck I said and be like, yeah, this nigga, yeah. what the fuck he's talking about? Yeah, you got to put the spice on. It's for, we're doing it for TV now. Everything is for TV now. Exactly. Yeah, TikTok is- Because if I just tell you nicely, like, hey, man, you should- Are you familiar with Andrew Tate? Of course. Bro, he's got, he, he's got like 60,000 people paying $50 a month for his online university, but like he's just giving that the, 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 uh, the red pill side. He's giving you raw and uncut. Right. And and I, I love his energy. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't one thousand percent agree with everything. Agree with everything he says, mm-hmm. right? Because to me it's like But that's what the most the, the being polarizing is the most important thing to be. You want half people to hate you, half people to love you. You gotta be that type of personality, you know? Yes. And again, he has a right to his opinion about everything. But right. I, I love his energy. He's a, he's a successful dude, so he can talk his shit. Who, who can right. tell him anything, right? right? I may not agree his 100% view of, on, per se, women, right? Because right? he'll say certain stuff, and I'm like, I agree with that, but I don't really agree with that, right? right? So, but I love the energy. And this is a guy who doesn't have a TikTok, but I promise you, he's on every For exactly. You page. But I think he does it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And if it's working for you, hey, bro, 
who am I to fucking tell you anything? Yeah. But he's making a killing on, on what he's doing. And and I'm sorry, he's the type of energy that we kind of need, need back. We need because we got too feminized and too emotional. So he's like the opposite. He's a little extreme on the other side, but we need that extremism to kind of give us a little balance. You exactly. Because we're extreme on this side, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, do you, what are some things you like about back then? And when, you know, whether in the Pitbull Trick Daddy era when you were behind the scenes working the music game and now, like, what are some pros and cons that you wish you had back then? And some, I, I love the digital age because it's made the world smaller. I can reach out to a DJ in Japan, and when I was doing Luke, we were literally shipping vinyls overseas. Like, our, our, our UPS bill was 50 grand a month, just shipping. Wow. Right? And we had to call. And imagine I'm calling and I'm like, yo, I got this Cuban kid with braids. He's dope. You know, he's kind of like a black kid, but he speaks Spanish and he's dope, but he looks white. Like, I had to explain everything to you because there was no Instagram. There wasn't even fucking websites. I ain't trying to sound fucking old, yeah. but it just wasn't. The technology has moving so fast right. that there wasn't any of that. Right? right? So now it's just a push of a button. But now what that's done is it's made everything... Deval it cheapened everything, I feel There's like. There's so many artists. Like before, like you had one release, you had two releases, and that was it, right? Now it's you, there's like 50 songs a week that comes out, songs we'll never hear for the rest of our lives. I have a theory, and you tell me what you think about this. I feel like, you know, the Futures, the Drakes, those are going to be the last A-list artists that are going to exist. So I feel like we're going to be in a world where there's going to be no more superstars that last longer than five years. You know what I'm saying? I feel like... Because it's so microwave, what's the next thing? What's the swipe left? What's next? I feel like we're not going to get another 10-year career like a Drake or a few. I don't see that I don't see that happening because all the songs I'm in the club playing right now, it's one artist and they're gone. They never follow up with, with nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's the mentality. Drake is probably one of the smartest artists, right? Because mm -hmm. watch what he does. He understands and knows how to be a chameleon. He's such, I don't know if it's him or if it's his team or whoever it is, but there's, a, there's either a guy or him himself that understands the game. Because look what he does. He'll see an artist, right? Mm -hmm. Most artists, they get popular and famous. You hit them up for a song and you're a new artist. Yeah, I'm charging you 100 grand, 150, 200, mm -hmm. right? They're going to charge you for that feature, right? Mm -hmm. No, nah, not Drake. Drake sees you and you have a, a slight buzz. He's like, he looks at you like stock. Come here. Let me jump on that record for you. I'm going to make you a megastar. Now it might be for a moment, right? Whatever you do with it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for you. But what that does, it keeps Drake relevant. Even if Drake doesn't have a record out, he right. always has a record out. So he jumps on your song, he blows it up. But now as a DJ, you want to play Drake's part. You don't even give a fuck about the other part. Right. Where the fuck is JB Blockboy? Not dissing him, no shade. But where the fuck is he at right. since the right. one or fucking hit? Or the Tuesday hit? guy or the Fetty Wap? Like you, I can name five of them where he did and that for. All you remember is Drake's part. So he's genius for that. He'll come. And I always thought as a manager, if Drake was to call me and be like, I want to jump on your artist record, as much as I would want it to happen, I would be terrified because I know what's going to happen. The shot clock happens as soon as that happens. You have, I'm the on time the fucking course. clock. And CJ, like, when I look at my career, I've been doing this for 10 years and I'm at my, I don't want to say my peak, but I'm, I'm at the highest I've ever made money, bookings, everything, and I'm 10 years in. And even in nature, you know, things that, reproduce quickly and, and they get to the shits quickly they always die so I've always looked at my career as a trajectory like I want to laugh I want to be in this for the long run you know what I'm saying so I'm always 
I haven't been the thirsty for attention. Let me, I've always kind of been like, hit you, jab you, chill for a little bit, jab you, chill for a little bit, and the bookings stay nice, stay consistent, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just haven't revved it up because it's like, I don't want it, I don't want to come up and then the then my time, I feel, like I said, I've been doing it for 10 years and I feel like my time hasn't even come yet. Does that make sense? It's almost like I'm afraid for my time to come. Like you said, you don't want Drake to hop on your shit because then you're, the end is near for you. If, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be smart about it. But here's what I'm going to say for you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that way of thinking. Go for yours and go for it the fuck now. Go hard every day. You know who taught us this, who is is our friend and we've watched him grow? DJ fucking Khaled. Yeah. This motherfucker played a Wyclef record for me in Circle House in the A room called If I Was President. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he was like, yo, I'm putting out an album. And I'm like, Khaled, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to put songs together and I'm going to be an artist, but I'm just going to be DJ Khaled. And this is going to be one of my first records. And he played me damn near the fucking album. And I'm listening to it. It was nobody's. Wyclef was probably the biggest artist on there. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that man worked every day of his fucking life and has not stopped taking his foot off that fucking pedal. That's our inspiration. Yeah, no, you're right. So I'm telling you right now, as yeah. a friend who yeah. I've known you, yeah. fucking step on the fucking gas, bro. Yeah. What the fuck you waiting for? We, we, we still young. Yeah. Go for it. Because yeah. the only person that can stop you, the only time you can slow down, and these other artists, the problem with them is that half their teams, half the managers out there, and I'm not dissing nobody, mm-hmm. but I'm saying half the managers out there really don't get it. They're usually the homeboy. Right, right, right. And they're just coming up with them. Oh, for sure. And they're just like handling business, but they really don't fucking get it. For sure. Right? So I, yeah. I had this conversation with a friend too that is giving me the same advice that you're giving me right now. And I told him it's just hard because, like I said, my career has been like this. So it's like you're telling me to like straight up, you know? but then it's like what goes up comes down too. So it's like, but you're right. You but have by the time it comes down, the KC Chop brand is is amazing. You can go to you can go to fucking Vegas and do what Little John is doing. Mm-hmm. Man, sitting there, he's he's making more money now in being a retired rapper than he's ever made being the hottest rapper. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you're the brand. It can never die. And once you get to a certain point. Then at that point, you're supposed to be just coasting. You got yeah. fucking 10 investments that are just bringing in money. You can just sit back on the fucking islands, yeah. chilling. Yeah. That's the. But you got to step on the gas now while you can, while people know your name. Yeah. Because why you can't fucking drop records? Why you can't do this? Why you can't do. You can do all that shit. Right. You're Me and you, Ben, right. talked about yeah. fucking going back and forth, producing this and that. You right in the same realm of what everybody's doing. Yeah. You just got to yeah. fucking just do it, bro. Yeah. Like right now, I'm in the movie space, right? Mm-hmm. So I got, uh, we just moving, me and my partner just did call a Haitian wedding, right? Mm-hmm. That's coming out hopefully like in fall. Not fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. fall, fall. Real quick, real right? quick. So I have uh, one movie I partnered up with my partner, DJ, um, called a Haitian wedding that's coming out, right? Because now I'm getting into the movie space. I'm getting heavily into the TV space, right? Because mm-hmm. content is, is, is king, right? So... Haitian Wedding, I got coming out uh, with the soundtrack with that. Uh, I'm doing the soundtrack for another movie, Secret Society 2, that starring Reina Love, Erica Pinkett, I think Bobby Lights is in it, right? So I'm in this space now, right, where I'm like, all right, cool, you know what? Let's jump into the TV and movie role, right? 
Because why the fuck not? Why am I going to ever sit back? I'm going full throttle with every fucking thing, right? On the business side, which I've always been doing, but in the forefront of myself too, because now I understand that if I want to go and sell these things, like I'm here selling it right now, mm-hmm. I have to be in front. And why the fuck not? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you can't wait. You can't wait for nobody. You can't wait for nothing. You just got to fucking go. Yeah. So now I'm looking at it like, okay, now it's my time. I'm on television, so I'm going to maximize every moment of that time. So now I have a whole run. I'm jumping in my car, and I'm driving to every fucking radio station doing the exact same thing, every fucking podcast. I don't care if you have five fucking followers. What's up? Let's do the fucking interview. Yeah. Because that might be five contact, more followers. Yeah. That's all it is. So for you and myself and everybody, and this goes for everybody, yeah. now is the time. What you waiting for? Because yeah. all you need is a fucking phone. You're right. I think another thing that people do deal with too is they want their page when you go to their IG or their TikTok, they want it to be popping. They want their shit to So what happens is you you put out a piece of content that goes viral. Your next three pieces of content don't go viral. Then you ha- you wait another month until another one goes viral. For me, I've always been the type to like I want my timeline to look like just the meat and potatoes. I just want it to be, you know, that's just why I don't post a lot cuz I want to I want it to be viral, something to go viral and then I want the, the post right next to it to be viral. I want it to all look, you know what I'm saying? So I've had shit go, but not everything's going to work. That's what we know? call overthinking. Yeah. It's like, when you're, it's like, it's like when you're making a song and you're overthinking yeah. it like down. Put it out. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. That people don't like it? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Is that I, I use my IG as like my business card to DJ. So when I go to promoters and go to the thing, they see, oh shit, he was at Live. He, they see, but if, I, if I'm putting mad shit, my Live flyer that was at Live, uh, it's five fucking but here, columns down. But here's know? the thing. You can always delete it. So you put out 10 pieces of content, delete the bullshit, see yeah. which one works the best, delete, delete the rest. Yeah. And then you put out 10 more. Because you never know what's going to work, bro. Right. I never thought. I had this song that just uh, I just licensed for uh, the show P Valley on Stars, right? Mm-hmm. Song called Not the Thermometer. Mm-hmm. It's a chopped up, screwed song. I think it was Skinny Pimp and these guys named Stunt and Dozer, right? Two producers. They put the record together. I listened to them like, yo, let's market this. So I put it out, right? We started doing it. I would have never thought in my life this record would be doing 10, 20 million views. It's not even a real song. I had to throw rappers on the record. Right. And it's not even like a real record. It's a chopped up, screwed voice of, of Skinny Pimp from Memphis, right? right? But it fucking worked. Now, had I overthought it, I'd have been like, nah, nah, I ain't going to put that record out. Bro, you just got to do it. What's the worst that can happen, bro? There's nothing that can happen. If it doesn't get views, it's the delete button. It's gone. So, you're, you're, Bro, you're absolutely correct. And this is the type of talk I need to hear because like, as much as I'm in front of the DJ and, and, and popping and doing the clubs, I still have that thing where I care about what people think. Fuck that. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I live especially, especially being the white boy doing this shit. Fuck, fuck when all I look of that. At, I, you're right. You're right. Who you're cares? Right. They paying your bills? You're right. But when I look at everybody else, when you look at the Drewskis, when I look at all the other white boys in entertainment, it's like you got to be care. You got to play it very cool and careful. Yeah. Because motherfuckers are waiting to come out and cancel you. They're waiting to give you some bullshit. <laughs> it's my own. It, it's my own insecurity. Problem yeah, telling but me that. but but the problem is right. Still produce incredible content. Right, right. These guys, I watch these guys do skits, mm-hmm. and you'll watch them, and one will do good, one will do okay, mm-hmm. but they don't take down the one that just does okay. If anything, they'll try to repost it later on when it can work better. Mm. Right? You just can't overthink it. Just make great content yeah. and put it out. And if it doesn't do what you think, and if the numbers are super low, just delete it. Yeah. And maybe save it 
for another time and you might post it at the right time that it just connects. People tell me the algorithm on TikTok is a little more, you know. Oh, it's way better. Yeah. It's way better. Yeah. I can tell you right now, TikTok is comments, views, downloads, right? So this is just a little bit of advice. So when I tell people to put on TikTok, I always say, ask a question, right? So if you put something up, you'd be like, yo, was, um, what do you think I should do? Do you like this dress? Should I make this movie? Do you like this beat? Because then everyone's going to be like, yeah, beat sucks or the beat's hot, Mm -hmm. right? Or the song sucks or whatever the case is. If they say it sucks or it's hot, they give you a comment. There you go. That's all it is. It's just getting that. And then once you start getting that, TikTok says, hey, I'm going to put you on the For You page. That's where you want to live, the For You page. So you get on the For You page, everyone keeps seeing it over and over. And are you into like, you got a hashtag mad shit? Are you into that? Or not for that... TikTok, no. Okay. I mean, a couple don't hurt, yeah. but it's not like make it or break it. But what it does is the hashtags are important for the main thing, right? So like Miami on the rocks, right? Mm-hmm. So you want that on there because gotcha. that could be your key thing. So when everybody goes to it, they can just go straight there and see it. Got you. Do you get caught up in the algorithm? Like, do you find yourself like just consuming content on it? Because I mean, I guess you got to because you're behind the scenes and you're trying to find what's hot and know what's in. But it's like for me, it's like I almost want to just produce and post and not consume. You it's, know, do you fall into that trap? It, it's only if you you're studying. I'm more of a student. Where like I'm looking at and I'm I'm watching and, and then I look and if I see somebody who's successful, That's your I want size to know thing. why. What are you doing? Outside of like, you know, girls are going to- Showing your ass and shit. I'm tired of my explore page. I need a butt cheek blocker, Julian. If they put out an app, I'm 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 tired of seeing ass all over my shit, bro. Here's the crazy part. But see, TikTok is like that, right? So if you are looking at like, um, if you're looking at space stuff all day, right? Because I'm a a, a slight nerd. IG is the same. Yeah. So you'll see space stuff all day long, right? So it depends on what you're looking for. But the algorithm is going to try to push the things that you're looking for. But some girls, right? Because they'll be like, yo, yeah, and the same conversation I'm having with you is the same conversation I give everybody on my team. So they'll be like, oh, but you know, I'll post a sexy picture, but I don't get the thing. So it's not as just easy as just posting some booty or titties, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's beyond that. Yeah. That's why being creative is even better. The creative part is what'll work more. You doing jokes, you giving information, you doing whatever. Like when you the girls do. be creative with the whole shit. Exactly. Then it works. Bitches cooking some cookies in the in the kitchen and with their ass out. I know what you're doing, bitch. There you go. Humor is always going to work. Information is always going to work. Violence is going to work. But you see, the thing with TikTok is very kid friendly. They're strict on that, yeah. So they're very strict on that. You can't even really shake ass on TikTok. It's very like you see girls, they'll be twerking and they'll go to the side and stop because they know that their accounts will get banned. So you really can't be overly sexual with that. So you have to be creative right. and think of some other stuff to do. Damn, bro. So where are you in the music space now? What are you doing as far as... Oh, man. You know what? As much as I try to leave, right? what's the saying? They, they, they try to drag me back in it. Yeah. So I found this other kid today. There's this, this really this kid. His name is Super Jit. He's beyond... Super Jit? Super Jit. Oh, some Florida shit. He's from... He's, he's my boy. You might know Troy to the Vent, but Troy to the Vent has this kid named Super Jit, and we talk all day long, and he sends me records, and this kid's amazing. He's, he's freaking amazing. And, you know, I'm, I'm two seconds from like, yo, we got to go. And he's young. He's like 15 years old. He's popping, bro. Like the music is just, cre- he sends me records all day. And I'm like, yo, stop sending me these records because it's like you teasing me, bro. Yeah. Like, just like, it's let's go. Sometimes I feel like some of these kids being, they, like, because the TikTok and what we're discussing, they're into quantity over quality. Yeah. It's like fast food. Everything is fast food. Nothing is garnished prime 112. Everything is microwave. It is. But again, either you adapt I'm a music guy. I understand why Kanye did 
um, all of the lights. And he, he, if you really look at the credits on that song and you see how many people are on that record, dog, Rihanna's on that record, Drake's on that record, like damn near Bon Jovi, Elton John, like you would never know how many people are on that song because Kanye is such a genius when he puts songs together and his quality is incredible, right? But if I sit back and I'm just going to wait for that every single time, I, then I go broke Yeah, yeah. because I need to put music out. So I'll take some bullshit and I, that I know that can work and go make some money because I still got to make money. Right. So I'll go do the bullshit records. I ain't calling bullshit, but just the, the, gimmicky the gimmicky records because it pays the bills, but I'm still looking for the quality type of kids. Mm. Super jit, super quality. I got this girl named Sophia from West Palm. She's super dope, 18 years old. Sounds like um, uh, Ariana Grande. She has like that kind of as more I carry that type of energy. Yeah. You know, I still got my man Quote. He's always been working and Shout loyal. Out to quote, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Like he he has a great, he has like actually a great record called Say Their Names that touches with this police shootings and, and things like that. So we're gonna drop that soon. You've always been, Julian, you've always been um the way you 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 like as an executive in music, you've always had that production touch to know what to sample. You've always been able to guide you're not just a manager, but you kinda like have a producer vibe too, where you know yeah. what to sample, you know what's going on, you know, you know because I study. Yeah. I when 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 my records work, it's because I'm watching, right? Drake just changed the climate of music into this dance vibe that's gonna start peaking, right? If 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 my if my guess is right. Because right. he just made this European type of sound right. because he's probably traveling over there. So he's hearing all these type of music. And he actually probably brought some real hip hop dance vibes back. So now I have to be like, yo, let's get some of these records ready. Because I know when you go to the club, you're gonna be playing his record. Right. So I want to give you a record and be like, yo, check this out, Casey. And right. you listen to it and you're like, oh, this fits right next to yeah, you that always, Drake record. You always wait for like, it's like two of them that'll come, like the Drake and the Beyonce. Two house, urban house songs by urban artists. You're like, okay, what's next? You know, like I'm going to come give you something just, I'm not copying, but just in the same it's gonna ballpark fit, yeah. so it's going to fit perfectly. Tempo's going to You've always been the master you at that, bro. You have to because you'll get left behind and, and, and it's cool to be creative, but if you're too far left, then it's hard for someone like you to stick a record right. in. Yeah. So I try to make it as easy as possible. Damn, bro. Julian, plug all your social media. Tell people where they can follow you. Julian Booth, J-U-L-L-I-A-N-B-O-O-T-H-E at pretty much everything. Um, you know, I'll give all my shout outs. I got a Haitian wedding movie coming out. We have Secret Society soundtrack and movie coming out July 29th. We got, uh, what else do I have coming out? I got my man Quote uh, coming out with Say Their Name record. Um, and then, you know, I got to get Love some more music because, and then loving hip hop is the main thing. August 8th, it's going down August 8th. Shout out to Shay Johnson. Shout out to the rest of the cast. Um, it's going to be spicy, man. You got to, you got to watch it. You have a relationship with Mona Scott? Is she involved? Mona Scott? Yeah, like this. Yeah, right. Listen, Miami, the, the, I'm not saying that because loving hip hop's always been there. Let me be the Miami Drewski, Julian. I'm telling you with the hey, Spanish, man, let's, speak let's, Spanish. Let's, like, bro, let's talk, bro. You, but you see that you have to have drama around you. Yeah. That's the oh, I got real drama. Like I'd bring it to yeah. The, like that's know, the bro. that's the thing. You have to have that drama. That's why they keep bringing me on there because that drama. But you know, it's it's an it's a very powerful platform. So I'm never mad at it. Shout out to VH1, Mona Scott, Gail, everybody, man. It's 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 gonna be a fun ride, and it's an incredible season. Even though you know you're beefing with you know people. How do the number because love and hip hop has it been ten years? Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. How how. Like are the 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 um the trends and the as far as the numbers go and the viewership is it still I don't know about before but we number one right now talk about it Miami number one really? New, New York unfortunately because of COVID shut down for for now 
So you're going to see some of the New York cast on Miami. Well, I'm saying in general from like 10 years ago to now, is it like more viewership, less oh, viewership? Yeah. Is it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because in my head, I'm like, are these kids still listening to TV? Like you said, everything's TikTok. Are they still watching TV? Are they still... They're, wa- they're streaming it. So you can go to Paramount. You can go to, um, what's the other one? Tubi and all these other platforms and you can go and watch and catch the reruns and the episodes and everything. So everyone's on their phone. So they may not be sitting in front of the TV, but once it airs, they automatically stream it immediately because they know everyone's going to go watch it on their phone. Got you. Damn, bro. Now I feel bad we don't have drama, Julian, in our interview. Nah, nah, it was we good, drama, though. bro. Do I need to tell you what happened to me last week? I'm telling you to wake the fuck up, Casey Chops, and get on your shit, because I want to see you win, and now I'm going to follow up with you and make sure that you're on top of your only shit. Fans, bro. Start you Fuck it. But you see, to even sell your OnlyFans, guess what you need? All the girls that are on who have OnlyFans, where are they promoting it? Instagram, TikTok. Oh, go check me out on just OnlyFans. Singer being a good voice, OnlyFans nah. just having good dick. You can't do that now. You just Only Adele. Only Adele can have a good, a good voice and not worry about any of that social media shit and still win. Everybody else has to do what the fuck we're doing. Again, unless you broke five, six years ago and you're just yeah. a massive star. Yeah. But today, as of right now, if you're an artist, if you're anybody who wants attention, you could have a fucking food truck. You still need to be an influencer because how are you going to get people there? So it doesn't matter what you do. You're right, bro. You're right. All my vid, like I said, I got a video on Facebook, 10 million. I got another skit with Tony O skits where I'm speaking Spanish, 50 Cent reposted, another million. Only like so I, everything that has gone viral for me has been the white boy speaking Spanish. So I could put out the record. I have a, a, a couple ideas and shit. But if someone, if another white dude takes my lane with the Spanish shit, I'm gonna be tight. So I, I got that shit on. But like I said, you have myself in the back of my brain, like if it gets, if it gets, if it gets con- um, if it's looked at crazy or corny and it's not a good look, will it affect my DJ book? No. That I'm already going like this. No. That's, talk t- that's the type of talk I need to hear, bro. No, bro. Don't worry about that. Because guess what? If it's whack, then no one's going to see it and you can delete it and, it and no one is the wiser. And one person can't stop you. One person be like, that's whack. You all, there's always someone who's going to say it's whack. You're right. You have to have haters. If you don't have enough haters, then you're doing something wrong. Someone has to look at you and be like, I don't like that shit. Yeah. Think about it. How many people don't like Drake? This man started all... This is how genius this man is. Everyone hated the album. And this man took his clothing line of his old albums and put spray paint and said, we missed the old shit and started selling it. Come on, bro. Ray J fucked up on Versus. This man started Instagramming himself at fucking vocal lessons. This nigga's a genius. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, don't worry about the hits. All you got to do is yeah. duck and dodge that shit, bro. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's only one KC Chops. There's only one Julian Booth. So we just have to maximize what you got. And as long as you keep hitting them with content, the haters are too busy sitting in your comment section. Yeah. You just got to be working and putting out more shit because there's more people who's going to love you than there are people who's going to hate you. For just being real and honest and not being scared. To great content, bro. If you keep dropping great content, we're going to not worry about that one whack video you put out, that yeah. one whack song. I put out tons of whack songs. I put out tons of whack stuff. People will never fucking know it was me. I don't care. Mm. I'm only going to claim the good shit. Mm. But I put out a ton of records. But I don't worry about those. Yeah. I'm only gonna, I only care about the fucking wins, bro. And that's what everyone else cares about. So if you have a couple losses, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You're right. There it is, my brother. That's it, bro. I appreciate you. Julian oh, Booth, the legend in the game. Yes, sir. Make sure you follow him, loving hip-hop. These, August these, 8th, going August down. August 8th. Bow, Miami on the rocks. Yes, sir. 